Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. The Six Stages of a Leader's Journey, Part 3. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to be a high-performing leader. Dale Dixon, your host, along with Ron Price, co-author of The Complete Leader and of Price Associates. Ron, great to be with you today. Dale, it's so great to be with you. I've really enjoyed these conversations, and I, I really appreciate the skills and the passion that you bring to the work that you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, and it is, it's an honor, and I have learned a lot uh, just in our last two conversations, preparing now for our third conversation around this concept of a leader's journey. Give us a quick overview of where we've been on our short journey. Well, we started uh, by talking about the idea that it is a leader's journey, that we have assignments along the way, but overarching, we're the, we're the common denominator through all of these experiences that we have. And that if we were to think about these different stages that we go through, it always begins with an invitation. Either somebody asks us to take a leadership responsibility or we volunteer and it's because we see a direction that we want to go or we see a problem to be solved or we feel that we can serve other people in helping them to, to move forward. That leads us to self-awareness where we begin to understand ourselves at deeper and deeper levels. And one of the key ideas that we talked about here is that self-awareness is an ongoing challenge for us because we keep growing, we keep changing. So it, I might have been self-aware 10 years ago, but if I'm not working on it today, I'm beginning to get a blurred view of who I am. And unfortunately, sometimes this happens for leaders later in their career is they quit working on self-awareness. They think they've got it done and they begin to lose a grasp of who they really are at a deep level as a leader. That then led us to stage three, which is development, where we recognize how to grow ourselves as a leader, where we can be the most effective and where we need help from others, and also what it means to be a successful leader in the various roles that we occupy. So what are the key results that reflect superior performance in those roles? <clears throat> and then that brought us to stage four, which is validation, where other people recognize us, they endorse us, they validate us, and that amplifies our leadership experience our leadership influence and it opens up new opportunities to have a greater and a greater impact through the endorsement that we get from others and then today we are diving into stage stages five and six um, start us off with impact yeah stage five is the stage of impact so this is where we've gone through this journey and we've become more and more and more of a leader through the things that we've already discussed and impact is where you reach the apex of your effectiveness and opportunities as a leader. On the one hand, you've matured a lot. You've learned a lot about yourself. You've developed skills. You've really become, in a certain sense, you've, you've become the best version of yourself as a leader. And at the same time, because of this journey that you've taken, more and more opportunities come your way. It, and it's really a, a time of great exhilaration and a time of great joy because you're, you're being, I, I like to use the word fruitful, which is obviously an agricultural term, but you, you see that you can have a tremendous impact in the leading that you do. One of the big challenges during this time is it's very important to understand 
what your end game is, so to speak, so that you can say yes to those opportunities that are the greatest, that will take the greatest advantage of what has made you who you are and will have the greatest impact on those around you. And you learn how to say no to a plethora of opportunities that come to you, but they're not going to create the greatest impact. So as I've heard you talk through this in the past, you use privilege. Uh, it's a privilege. Uh, it's, you're a steward in this area. Talk about the importance of humility as it applies to impact and how the leader continues to grow in this area. Yeah, I think um, there are different kinds of leadership. There's leadership because of who you become as a person how you show up, what you stand for, and what people observe oftentimes when you don't know they're watching. There's leadership that comes because of what you can do, what, what intelligence you have, or your ability to solve a problem, or your ability to execute on a strategy. And then there's leadership respect that comes because of the position that you're in. And when you optimize your impact, you've learned how to grow all three of these areas. You, you've become somebody in terms of your character and how you show up that other people will gladly emulate. They want to be more like you because they see that you've worked at developing your character. And by the way, character is not an inheritance that you get. It's something that you have to work on and you have to keep working on it and you have to guard and protect it over time. They might follow you and, and be influenced by you because you've continued to develop your expertise. You've continued to develop your knowledge, your ability to execute on a strategy or even to develop the strategy. And they may follow you because of the great responsibilities that you carry and the opportunity that you have to impact your organization or society at large. But all of those things are not reason for you to pat yourself on the back. And yet, it's not that you should always be criticizing yourself. It's, what, it's something that Randy and I talk about in the Complete Leader book that we refer to as getting into the zone. It's where you know yourself so well and you've had enough experience and you're now having these opportunities where you can almost effortlessly contribute to the well-being of your organization or the well-being of others. And it flows naturally from you. It's become second nature for you. And it's almost, when you get into those moments of leadership at this stage of impact, it's almost as if time and space stand still. You feel such a tremendous joy and such a tremendous sense of living in the present and being able to serve as a leader that you, don't, you no longer are striving. You're no longer trying to get the recognition. You're just flowing in this leader that you've become. It's really a wonderful place to get to. And I guess some people can get there earlier in life. It really, for me, it was in my 50s and in my 60s before I began to experience this sort of like being in the river of who I am as a leader where it just becomes natural and relaxed. And it's not that I don't still think about continuing to develop myself, but it's happening at a much more a deeper level of awareness and appreciation and comfort with who you are and who you're not. And in the past, you've talked about this idea of getting things done versus results. Sure. 
yeah, as, as a young leader, a lot of times it's about getting things done. It's about achieving the goals that were given to you or that you created for yourself. It might be about establishing your family and making sure that you're healthy financially or that you ha give your family the kind of experiences that are important to you. It, a lot of times it's about achievement when you're younger, but as you get older, you begin to recognize that that was just a part of the journey and, and hopefully you evolve beyond that and recognize that leadership is more a state of being than just a state of doing. And it's about this wonderful experience of understanding what it means to be a unique human being with the opportunity to serve others. I, I think in this stage, part of what has been really meaningful to me, Dale, is that the more and more I focus on impact, the more I realize that I'm a part of a greater whole. And it's, it's what prevents you from becoming egotistical or self-centered is that you recognize you've got a contribution to make, but so many other people are contributing as well. And you could have never gotten to this point without the help of others. And it's you being a part of helping others that gives you your greatest impact in this stage. So before we dive into stage six reflection, give us some specific ways that we can actively measure impact on our own. Or is, is that something we should be doing? I think it's great to reflect on. I think you, you have come, when you get to this stage, I, you might have noticed that as we move through the first three stages, it was a lot more internally focused. So the invitation and do I respond to it or do I volunteer? Self-awareness, how do I know myself better? And development, how do I develop the best version of myself? When we get into these next stages, validation and then impact, and we're going to finish today with reflection, these are much more external. They're much more about how you begin to recognize your connection to other people. So I think with impact, the most important thing is to recognize what a privilege it is to reach this level of leadership, where now you have the, you, you, I, I want to say you have the accumulated power, the accumulated influence to really be able to make a difference. And where it's very important to reflect on it is to be able to answer the question, what is the difference that I want to make? As I move through this stage, it's where I really became clear that my job, my mission, what I wanted to do for the time that I have left, because one of the things that happens at this stage is you recognize that you're not going to always be around, that there is an end to what your experience is going to be as a leader, especially in organizations. So for me, it really helped me to crystallize what is it that matters most to the way and the areas that I lead in for the last phase of my career. And in my case, it was two things. Personally, it is that I get my most joy and I think I've developed the most capabilities as a leader in helping people see and pursue their greatest potential. And then that as an organization at Price Associates, our passion, our mission is to help leaders grow through these six stages. And then as a consequence, to have a huge impact through their work, to help them get to this stage of impact and prepare themselves for stage six, which is reflection. And take us into reflection. Yeah, so reflection, the final stage. Some people might think, well, no, once you get through your impact, you're all done. But I really think that the leader's journey comes full circle when you come back to reflection, where at a much deeper level, you reflect on what your life has meant, 
where you have had the opportunity to serve others and impact them. And it's not patting yourself on the back. It's the joy of knowing that you did something meaningful. The joy of knowing that you made a difference within the sphere that you were given to make a difference. And it's not a period of reflection where you compare yourself with others, where you say, wow, I wish I'd been more important. I wish I'd been bigger than this person. No, no, it's, it's a period where you recognize what a unique and privileged journey you've had in your sphere of leadership. And if you have been loyal to, to who you are, if you've been consistent and intentional in developing the best version of yourself, if you've been others oriented in serving and helping others and recognizing that the fulfillment of leadership is how you've helped to create value for other people, either in your business, your community, your church or synagogue or wherever. But it's that period of time when you get to celebrate and reflect and look back on what are the most important things that you've learned and experienced in the process that have brought you to the point of being who you are today. And hopefully it's a period where you can share some of those reflections with the people that are important to you in your life. Of course, you've probably developed a, a network of friends and colleagues and coworkers that you might get the opportunity to share with some. I just had this chance. I just retired from business that I've been doing in China. I've been traveling to Asia for 27 years and I made my last trip to Asia just a few weeks ago to say goodbye to everybody. And so I had a chance. It's wonderful to know that you get a chance to give your last words to the people that you care about and that you've served over these years. And the, the chance to do that, and even more importantly, I think, Dale, is to be able to go through that reflection with the people who are members of your family. My grandfather went through this period. He went through this phase of reflection as a leader, and he wrote a number of books that really didn't get published in big numbers, but they got published for his family. And I go back and reread those books periodically, and they speak to me because of what he learned in his journey. They help me along because of what he shares through those stories. So this is the last way that you contribute as a leader. Of course, a lot of times political figures or famous people will give us what they call their memoirs. And this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to complete this final stage of reflecting and sharing. And of course, I'm not going to make a judgment about whether they're doing it to sell books or to make themselves look better or whether they're doing it as a last act of service. But when it's done well, this is this last act of service and celebration for the journey that you've had the privilege of going on. So what do you do with the reflection to the, to the point you just made? Is it something that needs to be captured in some form for posterity? Um, is it something, is it a conversation you have with those closest around you? Well, first, I think it's a mindset. I, I think first it's this, this overwhelming gratitude for what you've been given the opportunity to do. Gratitude for the people who invited you. Gratitude for the different steps along the way that helped you to know yourself better and deeper. Gratitude for the, the tracks of development and the way that every position and role you've had has challenged you in a new and a fresh way. Gratitude for the validation that you've received from people and finally for the impact that you've been able to have. So I think it begins with a mindset of gratitude and then from there, it goes to a mindset of services. What is there in my experience that I could use to benefit other people? 
And it may be something that's very informal. It may just be a conversation that you have in a coffee shop with somebody. It, it, it may be the encouragement that you give to a young leader that you can see is struggling or the exhortation, the challenge that you give to a leader that needs to pay more attention to self-awareness and development. Or, or it could be something more formal where you begin to write. I, I think the idea of writing about your experience is valuable because it really clarifies and crystallizes it for yourself. It's sort of the frosting on the cake, but it can also be very valuable to others because now you're sharing out of, out of the richness of your own journey in a way that might help accelerate their journey. So whether it's informal or whether it's something more formal and documented, it, this, this is a period of saying, how do I finish this journey with grace? How do I finish well? the leader's journey. The six stages of a leader's journey. Ron, this has been a rich conversation. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll let folks know that a lot of resources are available as you grow your leader's journey. Uh, number one, The Complete Leader. It's a book. Uh, you can uh, find the website, thecompleteleader.org, where you'll find more resources around this idea. And uh, don't forget price-associates.com, where you can learn more about Ron, his work, and what he's doing to help leaders grow in all of these six stages. And uh, if you haven't done it yet, uh, be sure and pick up the book, Growing Influence. Um, Ron is a co-author on that book, along with Stacey Ennis. And the uh, Growing Influence is a fantastic book. Um, it's now in bookstores all over, all over North America and uh, picked up by Barnes & Nobles. Is that correct? Yes, and it's also available in all of the ebook formats, and it's available on Audible if you'd like to listen. As well. So um, you'll, you'll see it out and about. Buy it wherever books are sold. It is a fantastic read and really um, brings a story around these six stages, and you can see how it plays out in a leader's life. So any final words for us, Ron? Thanks, Dale. It's really been a privilege to have these conversations with you. And I'm so grateful that you encouraged us to have these conversations, uh, hoping that they'll be a benefit to lots of people who hear these podcasts. Absolutely. It is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.